Let's go. Give a fuck. Clouds. Apples. Biscuits. Religion. Fuck. 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 Desk. Migration. Films of the 1930s. Spending your money. Shoes. Scented candles. Welcome to this episode of Two Fools. Where we discuss what to give a folk about in your busy lives. Rating it from 1 to 10 on the folk score. I'm Marius. And right next to me is... Al. Al. Hi, Al. I am here. I'm here too. Well, that is pretty coincidental. Mm-hmm. Because that means you're there, I'm here, there's two of us. It's time for food giving. It's two foods. It's two foods time. Uh, or is it? it, well, it I mean, it is. But, but, but you know, what you trying to do to me here? Put me in a box in the corner? No, um, I would never do that. No, I know. Unless I and asked if, for it. Yeah, and if I did, it would be a big box, and you would have a couch in there, and a bowl of water, and yeah. some snacks. Much, very much water. Very much. Do I need a lot of water? So much water. Am I dehydrated? Yeah, I don't want to dehydrate you. I don't want to be dehydrated. I don't want to be dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your new song coming out? Right oh, now? well, that's my new uh, single coming out tomorrow <laughs> on uh, Waterworld Records <laughs> for a wetter planet. Mm-hmm. Mm, you better get used to it. Yeah. I mean, there's sea levels already- are rising. Yeah. It's already wet. We already last episode started talking about overpopulation and resources. Yeah. And now we're talking we're about on, water. We add into the fact that ice caps are melting and talking about water. Have some. Oh, look at me! I'm so luxurious. I uh. can just drink some water from a sustainable cup whilst the icebergs are melting. <laughs> Get me off an iceberg, chunk, Greta. Greta. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, that's uh, Tool, who I sent some music of the mm-hmm. band Tool to you the other day. I listened to their latest album, by the way. That's ah. pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Mm, yeah, it's it is not in my personal opinion. Yes, it will need time to bed it down, but it is it is a very different beast from their earlier records, mm-hmm. which are. I might have to listen to them as you well. You remember then. we talked about the shadow figure when we were talking in our self episode. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of that stuff to do with the Jungian light and dark and yeah. and uh, that's the album Anima which is from 91 I think um, because they didn't give out albums so regular regularly no they take their time on their records they take their time and you can argue what the the benefit or not I think the the gap between 10,000 days and Fear Inoculum the new one is 13 years that's a fair old chunk yeah um uh yes the album Anima the reason I'm talking about rising sea levels is because in the artwork of that um they did a jewel box edition on the CD which all you CD nerds will remember that that means the CD box itself has um, textured plastic on the cover and on the CD holding section and it does moving uh, pictures if Ooh. you twist it and the artwork on which uh, album? Anima I got that in Canada uh, Canada Canada in Canada in Canada <clears throat> and the artwork behind the CD is America uh, with and without the state of California that's getting erased by rising sea levels. Uh-huh. So they were mulling over that environmental reality 20 years ago, hmm. uh, even from their cultural perspective. Um, and incidentally, I can riff on that because that last track has a quote from Bill Hicks, the great comedian mm-hmm. think for yourself question authority um, the reason they put that artwork in there and mention the line see you all in Arizona Bay or is obviously Arizona being dry and desert and the rising sea levels will make it into a 
seaside resort. <laughs> that term, Arizona Bay, is the name of a Bill Hicks stand-up record uh, mm-hmm. from the late 80s, I think. So there is no shortage of people who have been looking and listening and wondering about all of these things. Uh, but you have to ask yourself how a forward-thinking comedian, stand-up comedian 30 years ago was so right on about rising sea levels yeah. and uh, we're still all scratching our heads going oh, do you think we should do something about it should we maybe put a carrot outside the door to stop the water coming in <laughs> maybe two carrots <laughs> that's not going to help no, bird is the word bird is the word <laughs> oof, oof. Uh yeah, so we do. Are we going to do a normal show today, where I or you come up with a topic and we mull it over? Well, I'm glad you asked. Oh, good. Uh, because we're doing something different today. Are we? We are. Ooh, are we mixing it up? Are we spicing up our food life? Let's spice up the bash. <laughs> oh my god! So we have this. Random question generator yep. here. So we're going to fire off some um, random questions. And then we're going to see... These are going to be less random for you because you're reading them. It's going to be... Does it just pop up a question? Yeah. Right, okay. I push the button and then a new question comes up. Okay. Bear in mind, dear listeners, by the way, hope you're all well. Doing well. Hello, wherever you are. Out there. Enjoy that cup of tea, stroke, cold drink, stroke, sandwich, stroke, trip to work, stroke, time at home, stroke, jog in the wilderness. Or in the city. Or, yeah, stroke, urban experience. (laughs) Whatever you're doing, hi. Hi. We hope you're enjoying this episode. Um, And if you don't... You guys can also do this. Send us questions. They can. You can. Send us questions. Maybe that's going to be the thing... This week, we'll say, send us questions. Send us questions. And we'll answer them. Should we have a Q&A? We should have a Q&A. Let's have a Q&A episode. Not today, though, because no. there are no questions for no, us. No, but this is like, just like, this is us getting into the Q&A question gym. Yeah. We're just like, <laughs> I'm just going to pump a bit of question iron here today. We'll just get some random question stuff. Uh, but get then some we'll answer barbells. Some answer barbells. And uh, but we'll collect some questions from and our when listeners. When we have enough of them, yeah, we'll have a Q and A episode. Yeah, sounds good. Fook yeah, fook yeah, fook yeah. All right, let's fire up the first random question here. Let's do it. And it is the following: What is your favorite childhood memory? Oh crikey! I think all of childhood is a favorite memory. <laughs> Just <laughs> the being fact a child. that there was childhood. <laughs> Uh, do you want me to answer first or do you want to tackle that one first um, you can go first if you have like a specific one. Oh, crikey I wasn't expecting to cry today <laughs> um, <laughs> it sounds like a good memory I remember when I was a child a favourite childhood memory oh man Oh man! It's so long ago. No, but it's it, you know what? When you say it, it's actually, it's I, I feel quite. I, I I tend to always feel quite connected to that time. Mm-hmm. Just more like a general like. Just that it's all open. It's all the same me. Uh, as time goes on, I'm sort of increasingly like we talked about the state of the world as, as as we perceive it to be i am quite amazed that we're here and that i'm still here and i think back to that and things that have happened and again and again you look at the chances and you're like oh that was lucky yeah, like, imagine all the interactions and coincidence that you've been going through mm. That made you sit in that chair. Yeah, and it's kind of that. Um, But what I'm going to do is... uh, Oh, the other thing is that obviously going through creative cycles and development as I do with my my professional creative work, 
<clears throat> a couple of years ago I felt like I kind of broke through and managed to unify a lot of my more free childlike way of responding to ideas and mark making and stuff like to completely liberate myself and not worry um and just be be me be who, yeah. be who I've always been stop trying or, or to try less to be what I'm what I'm not um favorite childhood memory oh one sticks in my head um and that is standing by my mom um in a very light bay window room uh as she sat in front of a mirror and i'm standing next to her um i it's one of those ones that i kind of when you think about memories i kind of have gone back to a few times and tried to think was it like that is that right what room what place yeah and uh, and it's a very simple thing and i think it's correct um in a particular house that we used to live in mum was a house mistress of a boarding school it was in one of the rooms in this big old school so i would have been maybe i don't know four five yeah five something like that but it's very clear and it's very yeah yeah i'm gonna say that yeah how about you i don't remember how old i was but i was visiting my grandma in north of norway Hmm. she lived in this very rural place outside of everything and Mm. the nature around there is just beautiful and it was right by the ocean um there were probably like i don't know five houses on that long long road Mm. so it was very secluded and we went up the mountains and there was like a small river and we went fishing Mm. and i got the smallest fish i've ever caught but my grandma she was like oh let's go home and prepare it so she made that was um Mm. what's that in trout is it trout trout yeah so it was like a wild trout Mm. and it was the smallest fish ever but i was so happy and we went home and she prepared it and cooked it for me Mm. and it was so good (laughs) (laughs) and you that chain of things going and doing that yeah and the whole it was, it thing. was summer and the weather was beautiful mm. and it was like it was a good day oh, and just man. being around there was was really nice that's lovely yeah <clears throat> putting my fook hat on <laughs> what does your now vegan self associate with that memory of how good it was to interact with the nature catch a fish and enjoy it Mm, I don't know. <laughs> it's a good memory. Yeah. And, and I don't want to interrupt that. Memory no, really. no, no, no. That so, wasn't my intent. But I wouldn't do it now. Mm. I think it sounds beautiful. It's, but it's poetic. Just a, it's, a just, it's just a good memory. It's so nice. So, yeah. All right. Are you ready for the uh, next question? I'm ready. Do you prefer to travel or stay close to home? I guess I have to say travel well, because you have to I've say that. moved countries. Yeah, yeah. Don't I? Or do I can. I, I but guess isn't I, this your home now, though? Like where you're, like your house and your family and stuff. Isn't that your home? Yeah. So, do you prefer to travel or stay at home? stay close to home i think i prefer to stay close to home yeah uh, much as i have previously liked to think of myself as a bit of a explorer and adventurer yeah uh, and maybe that's been carried out by traveling further afield and then ending up in another country right via my meeting my wife uh, but i home is very important 
Yeah. Really important. And home is like here with your family, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm. I don't like to be too far away from from home. From home. Yeah. And from them if if I need to be there. Yeah. I was thinking the other day like if I could just be at home <laughs> all the time, <laughs> like resource-wise between the studio and what we do and but like be more at home yeah look after the house that's kind of a goal really and the plums and my plums uh my important plums <laughs> my plums of note <laughs> my plums of a plum my plums of a plum um but yeah like it, that's a goal i i really want to be able to be sustainable sort of economically to a point where i can be more at home i yeah. i just i i i uh, it's so important making home uh, an interesting place and a safe place and a a place where the kids are happy and they are going to feel comfortable to bring their friends and yeah that's a big deal um so yeah i'm going to say close to home Still close to home how about you i enjoy traveling mm. you are a traveler yeah uh, in more ways than one yeah I like to see new places, I like to meet new people, see new cultures, see how people are living in other parts of the country, or not the country, but the world, mm. and yeah, I like to explore. What What would you call home at this point? Is this home? No. No? That's a good question. Thanks, man. It's kind of my job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you a question? Question. I'm, I'm a giving Fukura. Giving Fukura. Where is home? Um, Ooh. wherever I am at that point. Oh, you're like you're like Metallica. Yeah. Wherever I may roam. Yeah. No, I don't have like where I lay my head is home. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to find that soon. New theme song when you yeah. walk into a room. <laughs> yeah. So no, I'm. I don't feel like I have a set place that's home. Hmm. Really, this is where I live, but it's not home. Mm. Good distinction. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. All right. Are you ready for a new one? I'm I'm laying, basking in the sun. Give it to me. What is your favorite season? <laughs> it's such like uh, cookie cutter questions, <laughs> yep. but I'm I'm like slapping myself in the face. Like, why can't you give a simple answer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying, but that's not what we do here. We no. think about things. Um. Probably autumn. Yeah. I think. Or fall. That's what they call it. In England. In, in No, in England you call it autumn. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, for sure. That's why Fall I in the States. Yeah. Hust. Uh, Hust in Norway. Yeah. I do like autumn. Yeah. I like the continuing light from the summer, but I like the changing of the air when it's sort of it, it freshens a little bit uh, I like the change of colour in the landscape it's a great time for plums for plums <laughs> that's that's the second time it's ripening period <laughs> <laughs> all the fruits are ripe I was going to say yeah. vegetable wise it's a great time it's uh, and you can think over what have been the lighter months and enjoy that and kind of Get yourself ready for winter. Um, yeah. Autumn. Autumn. You? Spring. Hmm. I like the transition from like naked trees to like blossoming nice, and the grass is getting greener and warm, getting warmer and the summer is right around the corner. It's getting more light outside and it's a good, it's a good time of year. No summer is just just the right the corner. It's not quite there yet, but you know it's coming. I I mean I I hear you. I that's I, good. If if not, I would have had 
been talking louder. <laughs> I reflect your positivity, and it's funny. Like I think there is that excitement in spring, which is so wonderful, and the animals and the birds and everybody's everything's just gearing up. Yeah, it's the world is coming back to life after mm. like. Well, I mean, I think it is very relevant, like with the seasons. Thinking about what huge attachment to the seasons the Egyptians put on with like the 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 winter the end the dark of the season is literally the and also the dark of every day when the sun goes away it's yeah. like that is to the land of the dead there is this huge sense of rebirth and death and cycle that goes in what is so simply described as our season our one year it's life revolves around itself in that time and we as strange conscious beings live consciously through it not everybody again and again as conscious as someone else though but (laughs) no no but But like it's it's very strange yeah i think you can forget every time round you forget how dark and challenging winter is how even though you've, you've had exciting spring is yeah you have 30 winters behind you and yeah. then winter comes again like oh it bludgeons just, you psychologically yeah it's uh it's quite remarkable drains you if you don't uh, I'm talking to a couple of it. health mental health professionals who i know not because i've needed to go and see them for help at this point fortunately but uh, they work in that field and they said that the winter is their busiest time yeah like I, the amount of people hitting those issues i feel is it dramatic yeah when winter is coming and it's dark mm. all day and no i don't like it it's i think cold. one of them said that the the number of uh people attending the uh, psychiatric ward at the hospital is the highest on record last winter. Really? Hmm. <clears throat> Crazy. Crazy. All right. Loaded up. Yep. Next one is interesting. Is it? If I you hope could so. only, if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? And do they mean like yeah, that's what one wondering. dish or one cuisine? How do we put a definition on that? I don't know. Because if, if if it's one cuisine, I know I would go with like Asian food. But that's... I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if we're saying one style, one cuisine... You can't eat one dish for the rest of your life because then <laughs> you ruin that. 100 percent it's i don't think it's the kind of question encouraging you to say that it's uh you'd enjoy it the whole time like one one cuisine one dish if i was forced to eat one dish i would be cheeky and i would say coleslaw because i always make i never make coleslaw the same <laughs> like you always mix it up with different types of cabbage and different kinds of apple True. or pears or Sometimes with mayonnaise, sometimes with cheese. I would need something warm, though. Yeah. I mean, the thing that flashed in my head that I I wouldn't want to do without, which is such a comfort food, which I love and I've always loved, I do love pasta. Yeah. I do love pasta. And you can do so much with pasta. Let's say one food, then. Like one, like one dish. No, no. Yeah, because then, like you say, Asian noodle soup. Yeah. Like. Yeah, but if it's one, like you said, with the coleslaw, yeah, you can mix it up. Yeah. You have to mix it up, mm. but you can, let's say one dish, you have to eat for the rest of your life. Okay, one dish you have to eat for the rest of your life. Yeah, but you can mix it up. Yeah. Oh, oh folk. Oh, folk. <laughs> Oh, folk. I think from a uh, you've you the the noodle soup thing, the ramen type thing. Oh. That's that's soul that's, food. That's, that's m- life. That's, that's right a mixer upper. That's life right there. Yeah, 
it's almost the opposite of coleslaw. Because, <laughs> like, coleslaw is cold, <laughs> crunchy, and raw, and noodle soup is hot, sloppy, soft, and sloppy, <laughs> and cooked. And good. Oh, man. We need to have a ramen episode. Ramen well. off. <laughs> oh, yeah, we really do. Um, didn't we talk about going somewhere and eating ramen? Yeah. We did. We need to do that, too. Um, ah, ah, ah. Ah. Oh, I can't. I couldn't do without either of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so stuck. But like, it's late when we're talking about seasons. I'm basically six months coleslaw, six months noodle soup. <laughs> <laughs> um... It's a hard one. I'm going to go for coleslaw. Isn't that like a side dish, though? <laughs> oh, ye of little coleslaw knowledge. Coleslaw is the dish if you do it right. My coleslaw knowledge isn't where it should be. Yeah. It's fire. It's a coleslaw? Yeah. Okay. I know, it's insane. Hmm. So insane. Yeah. But I do make a good slaw. Yeah. I'll make you a slaw the one The good day. slaw. Yeah. I would I would have difficulties making my dish here because I don't have an oven. My dish Ooh. that I would choose for the rest of my life yeah. would be shepherd's pie. Ooh. Boom. That is fascinating. That's comfort food right there. You put like lentils and vegetables in it and then you can mix it up with like lasagna like pasta thing mm. in between and then you have the mashed potatoes on top and you put some cheese on there and oh wow oh, booyah kush wow that's my um, didn't see that coming nope good job elements man. of surprise yeah elephants of surprise <laughs> elephant of surprise <laughs> <laughs> ah, the elephant of surprise oh all right are you ready for the next one? I'm ready. What's your favorite candy? Oh, my daughter asked me this the other day. Um, what did you answer then? <laughs> uh, good chocolate. Good chocolate. Mm. Simple as that. Yeah. Like dark chocolate mm. or how dark? Like percentage wise. Uh, sort of around... S- anywhere between 50 to 60 ish yeah not much darker than that but just good good kind of dark chocolate yeah uh, i like um there's a dutch producer called uh tony chocolonely which makes excellent chocolate Hmm. Uh, he's an interesting figure anybody listening check it out um tony's it's it's amazing stuff lots to do with ethical cocoa uh, sourcing as well and the other one would be my friend Karina with her chocolate chocolate she's making that chocolate with amongst other things with uh, chili salt and uh, dried lime I still have the uh, chocolate you gave me yeah but I, I I just can't open it I'll bring you another one okay I just I'll bring you another one bro I just can't open it don't worry about it I got you. I don't want to ruin your artwork I, on it. I got you. I got you. I got you. Um, yeah, no, good chocolate. It, how when about, it, when how it gets too too dark, it's kind of bitter. Hmm. I bought uh, the Lint chocolate, hmm. Lint hmm. Excellence. Hmm. They have 70% or is it 75%? I think it's 70 Just a bit too much. Seventy? No, the 70 oh. is actually really good. It's like just in the sweet spot mm, sweet spot and then I tried the no it was the 75 they have 70 75 76 80 and 90 mm. and I also tried the 81 I'm like mm. nope that's a bridge too far yeah a chocolate bridge too far a chocolate bridge too far so yeah no um, favorite candy Gottery. Gottery. Are you in Gottergut? No. No. I, I don't like. No, nor me. No, the candy, <laughs> like the gummy worms and stuff. Nope. Not into that. 
It has to be potato chips or chocolate. Mm. I potato am intrigued. Chips. I personally wouldn't class potato chips as gotovi as candy. As candy, then I have to go with chocolate. Yeah, good chocolate. Yeah, we meet on that one then. Yeah, ping, ping, boing. When I was a kid, I always had like a bag of potato chips and water. Oh. That was like my weekend treats. Oh, you are wild. Yeah. <laughs> right up to the age of 18. Mom, like, do you want soda? Mm-mm. I want water. <laughs> water and dry crisps. <laughs> That's my gig. <laughs> crisps are a danger zone for me. Like, good like crisps. In the back in the day in England, it would have been... Uh, the producer kettle chips from the states they were the first ones doing that big rough cut thing and now here there's sirloin chips sirloin chips and then they do the really thin ones Um, very thin very with the skin still on and crunchy yeah but it's like it's like alarm bells Mm -hmm. I I like I really really enjoy them and I will allow myself a good handful and then it's stop I can't oh I have to eat the I entire can't, but bite. I can't I can't I can't it's like my body goes into overload it's, my body is used to that it's like oh here's chips incoming and <laughs> prepare also, yourself for a have bag you, have you tasted you probably have super chips yeah they are also addictive they're like Pringles if Pringles were good <laughs> But Pringles aren't good. But Pringles all. are made of uh, wood dust pressed <laughs> into a fun shape. <laughs> Do not be fooled by Pringles, people. Cancer on a, oh, a box. That is not good stuff. Um, I really resent that, for example, as a treat and the gummy stuff as treats with our kids. Yeah. Because they then grow up thinking that that's what a treat is. Yeah. And that's not what a treat is. That's crap. True. Uh, and as we say, gotteri et gott. It, a, a, a treat or candy can be interpreted as just whatever you like. Yeah. So <clears throat> I always try and mix it up in like almost a ratio of one to two. <clears throat> if they do have something gummy or something like that, then they also have two a carrots. bit of fruit or yeah. some almonds or some nuts or an oat biscuit even if it's a sugary one just to try and balance that out but kids get given a lot of candy here carrots and dip oh yeah that's really good i had that this oh. i had it on saturday oh Ooh, a good hummus i'll make you my hummus one day too i had the uh the holiday dip thing holiday the dip. dip mix you thingy. have to be on holiday when you eat it yep <laughs> like the dip mix you Buy it from the year. Dip mix. Dip mix. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> whoop, whoop. And then, like, the um, vegan sour cream thingy, and then just mix it up and then dip the then carrots in. in there. Oh, oh, you're in. It's so good. You're in. Oh, you ready for the next one? I'm, I am so ready. If there was an extra hour every day, what would you do with it? Uh, extra sleep hour, please. Yeah, <clears throat> I'd like to crowbar that in. It just never quite feels like enough. Yeah. Um, See, that wouldn't help for me because I I just wake up and then my body goes like, oh, no more sleep for you, Mister. Mm-hmm. I can go to bed at one o'clock, and then I wake up between six and seven. Mm. If I go to bed at ten o'clock, I wake up between six and seven. Oh, weird. Yeah, my body is like up. Oh, my, my alarm is 5.45 every morning. Every day? Because uh, I have to get up and ready before getting the rest of the family up. So it's a sliding scale of that bedtime. Is that it, Like last night I went to bed. It was late because of a event. And I was, I think, in bed at 12.30, maybe a little bit closer to quarter to one. 5.45? That's not a lot of sleep. That's rough. And even if I'm going to bed at 11, I know that's only just on the mark for what I what we really need which yeah. is between 7 and 8 yeah. so I'd say an extra sleep hour please everything else I can manage to wrap my head around through yeah. those rest of the day being a bit of a manic manic self planner I don't feel I need more hours in the day I'm good 
But I'm, I'm, I don't have kids. I don't have, like... Oh, lucky you with you. <laughs> no, I don't I'm... have kids. I can do what I want. <laughs> I can stand up eating chips all the time. <laughs> I can eat chips in bed. Yeah. I can eat chips for breakfast. I can wake up when I want. Go yeah. and clean some windows. <laughs> don't have to pick anybody up from kindergarten. <laughs> but if I had, I would like to sleep an extra hour. Hmm. Just, I'd just like to know that that extra hour was there. Yeah. When I wake up. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm kind of riding the cusp. Give me that extra hour and just give, just let me sleep for that extra hour mm. and I'll be good. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. All right. Come on. Ready for the next one. Would you rather be blind or deaf? Do you want to answer first? Yeah, I have to. I would be deaf. Okay. Why so? Because then I could see what I'm doing. I like seeing things. I also like hearing things. <laughs> but <laughs> Hence the challenging question yeah, that this is. But I would rather have my sight than my hearing. I could feel the... Like, deaf people go to like nightclubs and stuff and they dance and feel the vibrations yeah. of the music and stuff like that and I think also like being uh, this shouldn't be a hard thing for you you're well, you're an artist yeah uh, but that's why oh here's I'm a piece of the blind artist Al Green Owl yeah <laughs> sounds like a blues singer <laughs> blind artist Al <laughs> um, yeah uh, I, I wrote on a the spine of a book ages ago like 20 plus years ago something like if I was deaf I'd make music if I was blind I would paint like there is some slightly strange thing that the the, the faculty that gives you the most of what you need to do something would be the ultimate thing you would need to do without yeah uh, only then could you truly be liberated like a blind painter would be profound uh, a deaf musician but wasn't it uh, which famous composer went deaf was it Mozart I want to say sure. someone can google that but I feel that, that they as a composer by the end of their life were composing by what they knew in them was the right thing writing the notes yeah because they because they could no longer hear yeah but they know what tone and they knew what they wanted to to express they can hear the sounds yeah and i think inside of them that comes with the painting as well it's it i mean it would be i i'm i'm maybe being a bit contriving this point a bit and i think of course i would agree with you i would like to keep my sight and lose hearing um but there is a wondering of what that would be like uh the other way around um i wonder if ever, anyone has done like a test of like being blind for a week and deaf for a week mm. i think it would also be i mean being deaf must be very disconcerting because you can't hear what's going on around you yeah uh, but being blind moving around would be uh, makes me think that would be quite worrying um, you'd yeah. be very on edge yeah um, you don't know how to navigate properly yeah. around as a mm. not seeing person hmm yeah alright well we agree on that yeah come on then what's your favourite drink Jeez. You want me to go first? Yeah. Water. That's... Oh, I feel like such a creature of habit with some of these things because I, I like... I'm, I'm with the manic planning, all of my days and weeks and stuff are so, or times a year are so divided between different things. Yeah. Like, 
Well, I think water is a very good answer, but you've taken that, so... You can say it too. There's more water. <laughs> There's plenty more fish in the sea. Oh dear, there isn't. Oh we've no. we've killed them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, he shakes his head in disbelief. Um, I do like beer. I do like coffee. But is it your favorite? I got, I, I got to be honest. I, I, I mean, I love drinking my freshly fizzed bubble water. But I do love my glass of beer too. My favorite drink. <laughs> oh, these these uh, questions are deceptively simple, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> We just make them so. Yeah, but that's what that's what that's, that's what, what we're we, here for. Yeah, like uh, gotta take that time to think it through. My favorite drink that would be my that drink is the th- the drink that it is my favorite thing to drink. Yeah, that's kind of what they're asking here. <laughs> your favorite? What is your favorite drink? Beer. 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 Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, water. It's not asking me to drink only that for the rest of time. No, it's just saying what brings me the most enjoyment to in the act of drinking. Yeah, your taste I'm gonna buds. Say, I'm going to say a. Uh, I'm going to say beer. Yeah, I'm. I'm sticking with my water. You. You should do. You Pe- stick with that water. Yeah, people are like, you want you want coffee, tea, soda, beer. Like, you want anything to drink? Mm. I'm like, I have I water. I do love water. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but I I sort of factor that in as a necessity, and I get that in there. Yeah, I'm I'm valuing that water when it comes to just that it's enjoyment like, of the sip. Then I really that's my my favorite sensory, multi sensory. Yeah, uh, it's like people feel bad for me when I say oh, I have water. I'm fine. <laughs> like people feel bad for me when i go places they just look at me and feel bad for me i'm like it's fine i chose to look like this don't worry they will put my hair in a man bun and put awesome tattoos on my arms (laughs) i just look like this oh bless him there he goes with his water he's fine there he goes with his black (laughs) t-shirt all black and depressed yeah right come on if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Hmm. Hmm. Oof. That's also an easy one for me. Is it? Yeah. Come on. I would be flying. On my own, not in a plane. God, this, you're so selfish. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be flying fly. on my own. I could, like, have someone on my back or they could, like... <laughs> Oh, fine. Hold on to it. We'll be recording the episodes flying through the air. <laughs> hey, Al, how are you doing? Slow down! <laughs> it's really windy. Here, put these goggles on. Put them goggles on. Hey, put them goggles on. <laughs> um, if I had one superpower, what would it be? Yeah. Like... Like, like a, the questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? You can do this. You can do it, you can do it. To be or not to be. <laughs> <laughs> to remove, reverse, or extract the man-made effects on the planet. <laughs> then you do that and I'll just fly around <laughs> looking at That's you. That's because I started I, the thing <laughs> that and you're like, I'll just fly around on my own <laughs> eating chips and vegan dip and I'm down there. Oh, I'm trying to pull this nuclear waste out of the sea. Ah, I'm trying to replant all of these South American rainforests. And you're like flying around. Anybody got more vegan dip? The view's great from up here. You should have seen it, but you can because you can fly. You're like working really hard, just like pulling plastic out of dolphins and stuff. 
<laughs> so yeah, I think I think that. So one selfish and one. Um... Yeah, but maybe mine's ego driven as well. But after the things we've been talking about, I couldn't not think that that was uh, that would take superpowers. Yeah, because ain't nothing else gonna do it. Ain't nothing else gonna do it. Ain't no writing a letter to Greta Thunberg saying you doing a good job, little lady. That's not gonna clean the oceans up, sadly. We need some serious action, and what that it looks like and when it's gonna happen seems wildly unanswerable. Yeah. So if I had superpower, it would be to get get stuck in. I'd roll my sleeves up. I'd put my rubber gloves on. I'd go to town. <laughs> And you go from town to town. <laughs> I would go from town to town. Yeah, cleaning uh, up that yeah. shit. I'd clean up that air. Mm-hmm. I'd, uh, I'd filter uh, it through your superpowers. Yeah, put Just... it back and be like, there you go. <laughs> Here's some fresh air Here's for you. Here's some fresh air for you. That was a breath of fresh air. <laughs> Here, have a bit of breath of fresh air. Come on. <laughs> what, what are things that you should not say? At your own wedding. <laughs> what are things you should not say at your own wedding? A lot. <laughs> yeah. Don't rock the boat. Nope. <laughs> um, what are things you shouldn't say at your own wedding? Uh... How relieved you are someone is going to save you from your own self-destruction in front of that one person. Only for them to then go, oh, God, are they that damaged? I'm not going to say yes. Um, uh, priest, hold on for a minute. Uh, can we can we maybe not do this? Yeah. <laughs> Things you shouldn't say at your own wedding that uh, you actually aren't that fond of your partner's family (laughs) your mom's actually quite awful (laughs) oh jeez good job we don't have to spend all holidays with them from now oh god we do (laughs) no uh, I am very fortunate to have had a lovely wedding and have lovely in-laws so you didn't say things you shouldn't have said shouldn't you say your own wedding uh i could i mean there was something that i could have left always wish to write which i see as a wrong in a way um but it didn't materialize on the day for one reason or another and i always thought that we should have and i always thought we should have danced together on yeah. our wedding day and for some reason or not there wasn't like a more dancey part of the whole thing it was wonderful day for many reasons but I always felt that I should have asked my wife to dance and that we should have done that so I maybe shouldn't have said right let's put a uh, an end to this lovely day and head to bed I should have said but one more thing (laughs) let us beneath the stars and in the company of our loved ones, have a waltz through the apple orchard. What about you? Oh no, we've said it. This is what. What? What do you hope you won't say at your upcoming hypothetical wedding? Mm, I've been happier. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad thing to yeah. say at your own wedding. Jeez. Oh, 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 this is my. Happiest day in my entire life. Uh, mm. I've been more happy. <laughs> I, ha- I have had more fun with my other wives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is like... yeah. I've had, I've had better. Mm. I've decided that for ethical reasons we shouldn't marry. <laughs> it's better for us to stay single and explore the world. <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs> Couldn't you have told me sooner? <laughs> All right. Yeah. How are we doing? We're doing good. Um, what is the craziest thing you have ever done? 
Oh, this is probably going to be the last <laughs> I just got butterflies in my stomach. <laughs> <clears throat> the craziest thing I've ever done. I guess that has to be defined. What type of crazy? Uh, are we talking like, whoa, crazy, man. Whoa, crazy dude. or a calculated risk? Whatever you define is the most crazy thing you've ever done. Dropped a perfectly ripe plum in. <laughs> not not eaten that perfectly ripe plum. That yeah. would have been crazy. I've not made that mistake. I've always eaten that delightful plum or given it to someone else. That's good. Oh, geez. Um, I don't know. Some of the things, I guess, that you'd think are crazy when you're doing them in retrospect turned out to be quite important life moments yeah um um i don't know i I, i'm uh i'm struggling a little bit to see how to how to define the crazy it can be a lot of things i think crazy not thinking straight would be some perhaps a, a, like a really stupid mistake that you don't realize you're making yeah. because you're clouded judgment-wise. This is not a cool answer, by the way. This is not like, I once drank 10 beers in a minute. Savor <laughs> <laughs> um, those beers. Don't ruin them. Don't, don't try and do it in a minute. Um, like, for example, one time in a previous house that we lived we noticed that there was some um sort of a build-up of a like a sort of a mold or something on in some of the kitchen so we just ate it (laughs) and then i put what i thought was like a treatment for it on but it turned out to be a treatment for really heavy duty um sort of uh house infections of uh mushrooms or fungus and stuff like that and was definitively not for use around (laughs) living spaces particularly eating spaces and i thought we're here i live here we only had sophia at that point i have to like do this to help protect the family and try and make it safe and do that and I didn't think that stuff should be nowhere near this and I did it and I was just like oh my god this wasn't what have I done what a crazy thing to do but I wasn't thinking straight yeah. I was trying to do what make I make the best out of the situation yeah. and then turn out to be it worse was crazy yeah um what about you <clears throat> I want to say free diving with sharks is probably that's much cooler than my answer (laughs) that's much more dude that's crazy dude but again is it though is it that crazy is it that ethically responsible I don't know. It's well, no. I mean, just from what you've done recently, you could also factor in the "whoa, dude, crazy" is getting close to all of the alligators, because that carries a degree of yeah, because risk. Yeah, but you you were like impelled. You you were absorbed by the moment, but that moment could have gone <laughs> terribly I, I wrong. Could have died. Yeah, but you were prepared to nope nope you were just like i want to see how close i can get yeah basically i want to yank its tail and then uh, i also did that uh and that's pretty crazy i was yeah i i was trying to get super close to this one big alligator so I went 
behind him and then I was putting my camera as close to the gator as I possibly could. I was mm. really close. Mm. And then he just like kind of lifted his body up, took a breath, and then he's like, <clears throat> okay, oh, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> and then he kind of looked at me and he was just really super annoyed with me being around there. Yeah. <laughs> so I took the hint and I went off it was like hey dude you're good we're good just walk away before I eat your hand <laughs> swallow your camera I uh, I did also thinking about crazy that might be from another perspective but in a moment of not thinking I did also once uh <laughs> <laughs> while well, sat in the passenger seat of a car waiting for my friend to get back from paying filling up gas I lit a cigarette that's not a very good idea <laughs> <laughs> on the forecourt of a gas station mm-hmm. he like came back and was like what are you doing <laughs> like huh oh yeah and I also touched fresh uh, caramel like liquid hot sugar that's I didn't believe it could be that hot <laughs> I was just like it can't be that hot everyone's always saying like molten sugar is like the hottest thing it can't be that hot and you figured out it was oh hot. my goodness it's like melting plastic it's like melting hot glue because you can't get it off and it keeps burning yeah mm. there you go there you go but I, I I wish I could have some more like dude crazy Far up, man. I have. I've just thought of one, but I don't know if I want to say it out loud, which would much more fit in that category. No, it, I can't say. It, that. Is it far up? Maybe, out? but that's maybe the thing about this question. Actually, answering honestly, I don't know if I can answer it honestly. <laughs> I get me in trouble. <laughs> Retrospectively, with the law, should we just let it be like that then? Yeah. 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 So if I feel the need to share it in the future, then I'll, I'll yeah. share it. You can be like, hey, you know that you talked about the craziest thing we've ever done? Yeah. I'm, I'm ready to let go of my... It definitely is one of the craziest things. Yeah. I, as I say, I don't know if it's the sort of thing one should talk about. It's, it's not airable? I don't know if it is airable. No. We'll, we'll leave it with that. We'll leave it with that. That was... That was random. Yeah. Really? It was fun. Yeah. I would like to have more. I'd like some, yeah, some some questions, questions from our fans. Yeah, with some sort of pointed meaning to them yeah. to try and uncover some stuff. Because in these, obviously, we're responding very much to very open questions and sort yeah. of having to find that proper context within them. We they can send us whatever they want, though. Mm-hmm. But it would be it would be nice to have some questions from. A human being, like actually <laughs> taking their time to that, write something. That down. website might be one person sat somewhere in the world just typing these questions yeah, up like, whenever anybody hits random. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Thank you. That was delightful. It was oh. different. Yeah. Random. Mm. 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 I had a value item, and then I forgot about it. Like, Couldn't have been that valuable. I was like, oh, that's right. And then I forgot about it. That's annoying. Hmm. I should write things down when I... Yeah, well, you have a notepad, you have a pencil and a pen. Mm-hmm. There was no shortage of opportunity there. No, but I'm all like, I'll remember that one. Didn't happen. Right, that leaves it on me. You put that on You put that on my shoulders, big boy. I put it on your shoulders. I put it on my shoulders. I put it on my shoulders. Um, value item or thing. Local business. You've said that before. Have I? Yeah. God damn, I'm so predictable. I just had another great experience of it. Of, uh, oh, you, you said... We've said local businesses before. Yeah. Well, you can say it again, though. Well, we <clears throat> just in relation to this, 
Instead, um, Sophia, my daughter, she needs a new bike. Mm-hmm. She's growing. My son needs a new bike. And instead of sitting endlessly scrolling through web pages of things online for sale, secondhand, and this and that, and wondering, and oh, it's it, it, and, and then you have to check the stuff, and are you familiar enough with what makes a bike good or not and what state is it in and this and that and blah, blah, blah. go and talk to somebody so on Saturday took the kids to the local bike shop and said that you've talked about before yeah, what does at this size right now what do they need yeah. oh they need this and that right so that's what I need to look for and instead said, of reading on it on yeah, Google and then he and said oh a guy came in and bought the size up from the one she needs the other day and he had an old one that his daughter had barely used I've got it in the back storage room I was like great and he pulled it out and said I just need to give it a bit of maintenance and, and you can come and pick it up next week cool. less throwing away True. reuse a conversation my daughter feels connected to her neighbourhood I was just like this Winning. is exactly why this is logical to do, not yeah. bury your head in a computer at home and have to make up the answers and guess what you're going to buy yeah. or if, if it's the right fit or whatever. Yeah, uh, but that's not a value item. That was just a great experience, uh, which I really appreciated. Um, uh, something of value item. Uh, <laughs> if you like making food. Make food. If, and you haven't. <laughs> make food. Goodbye. Uh, if you've never tried capers, try capers. If you haven't tried food, try food. Try food. It's good. It's good. That's what it will be in a few years' time. Yeah. If you haven't ever eaten real food, well, tough. There isn't any more. Mm-hmm. Chew your brick and be quiet. <laughs> uh, capers are amazing. Little uh, capers, they're flower buds and they get preserved in vinegar. Yeah. And they are excellent in coleslaws, salads pasta dishes rice dishes uh, all sorts of things very very nice very versatile you can put them in dressings you can make them into marinades try that I also have a food related item do you? I want to address come on then I'm here fresh artichoke baked in the oven yes booyakasha yep you put it in foil and then you put some garlic in there put some oil salt and pepper some lemon and then you put some like mushrooms in the pan fried up and put some other things to have it Mm. with and then you have olive oil lemon and some spices and then you dip the artichoke in the oil and it's oh my goodness Fabuloso. Have you done this recently? Not here. <laughs> because I don't have an oven. But I have done it recently. Yeah. I've had artichoke before, mm. but not like fresh. So for anybody who's not sure, the fresh artichoke is about the size of like a uh, honeydew watermelon or a, Yeah. I don't know what you want to say. Uh, and it has all the leaves on it yeah. or petals. Yeah. Uh, and it's usually green. It's usually green. And it's it a should be green. It's a little bit spiky. Yeah. And if you, as you say, oven bake. I, I saw it saw at uh, EMS, International oh, yeah. Food Center. Yeah. I'm like, ooh. I don't have an oven. You can par- You can cook them in a, in boiling water too. Can I? You can. Is it? Does it? it it's actually. Better. The way I knew how to do it, I didn't know you could bake it. It's so good. So boiling is actually, you have to put a lemon under it to stop it from browning, I think, when you cut the base off and you trim the leaves and then you steam it. Hmm. So that works too. So maybe you, you can you live out all the leaves? your... Huh? You, cu- you cut, off, cut off all the leaves? No. Uh, no, not all of them. I think you just trim some of... Um, I have to check. Because but, when you bake, then you're, and then you're scraping the deliciousness yeah. from each one, and then you get down to the heart, and you pull out all of the fibers, and then you eat the heart of the artichoke too. The heart, heart of darkness. The horror. The heart. Right. 
That was good. That was good. So thank you for bearing through this episode, dear listener. Thank you very much for following along. I wonder what responses you had to those questions as they cropped up. Yeah. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, there are ways to do that. There are. Yeah, there are. Let me let me tell the listeners <laughs> where they can do that. You can hit us up on Instagram at two fooks, mm-hmm. or you can try the book of face on two fooks with triple O, or you can send us an email to info at twofooks.com. You can indeed. You can indeed. Please do. We're here. We and, are here. Uh, and we're going to be here every week from now. Oh. And it feels so good being back doing this again Once after the long break. <laughs> the long break. It was... It yeah. is. Let's, Normal let's service not do that is again. resumed. Yeah. No. Yeah, we're going to have to figure it out as life, life trundles on how we do it. Uh, it's going to be intriguing. It's only a three and a half hour drive from Christiansand, so <laughs> we'll we'll manage. We'll manage. I'll, we'll I'll make I'll make the drive, or jump on the train, or I'll we'll figure, figure it out. out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yep. Thank you, Marius. Thank you, Al. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, listeners. It's been a joy doing this. Until next time. Have a good day and. Ooh.